The struggle is real. It's a common and trendy phrase, but what's the truth behind it? And how does it impact learning? And in what ways does it shape your school culture? Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Math Boss Mashup. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm so thankful and deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me here today as we discover six ways to help your school learn by letting them struggle. That's right. We're talking about permission to struggle. Let's jump right into it. For teams, it's the fringe of conflict where creativity is found. For individuals, it's in the struggle where learning occurs. However, no one wants to be embarrassed about a struggle. No one deserves to be shamed for a struggle. The struggle is not moral or ethical or worthy of any type of judgment. It's merely a pathway. In classrooms, students will not ask, but they need permission to struggle. This is the same for your leading teachers. Give permission to struggle and ask when and how to offer support. Watch the discoveries unfold. Now, what does this mean? The struggle, what does it mean for your biology? What does it mean for you as a human and for the group of humans that make up your school culture? We'll answer these questions and look at six ways to help your school learn in the struggle right after this quick break. Survival is about fear, aggression, instinct, and reaction. These survival tendencies, they work for the short lifespans of animals in savannas, forests, and jungles. They don't work for the sophisticated networks and lifespans of organizational cultures such as your school. The survival tendencies are in all of us. They come from the part of the brain called the amygdala. The amygdala is just an almond-shaped section of the nervous tissue located in the temporal lobe of the brain. They are thought to be part of the limbic system within the brain, which is responsible for emotions, survival instincts, and memory. When the amygdala is activated, rational thought goes out the window short-sighted thinking prevails and relationships suffer. Ultimately, the amygdala is responsible for the majority of the problems that arise in school culture. The, the struggle is not against people. It's not against a particular strategy you have in place. 
the struggle is within our biology. And when we add pressure to the struggles, just know that that's a sure way to tickle the amygdala. So how can you help people learn by letting them struggle? How can you, how can you give them permission to struggle without exciting the amygdala? Six ways that you can help them learn through the struggle. Number one, share stories of your own struggles. We've all been there. Number two, plan for the struggle. So people aren't paralyzed by failure. I used to coach a little league basketball team and we didn't just draw up plays because they rarely worked. We always created a plan B. Great schools, they work a plan, they have a plan, but they also talk about plan B along the way it shows that struggle is a part of the process and that your culture is open to learning from it. Number three, help your people work as long-term investors. Investors in ideas and career moves. Long-term investors, they don't, they don't care about every win, trade, or position. They develop portfolios where wins and losses average out and slowly adjust towards the winners. Number four, if a teacher or team is struggling, your job is to show them the vision for the right path. Sometimes people simply struggle because they lose sight of the target or they merely need hope that they can actually reach the target. That's why it's called leadership. Number five, culture is built on the back of heroes and the best heroes have the most intense failure and struggle stories. Showcase the stories of the heroes on your campus, but don't just show the wins. Tell the, tour, the stories of the struggles that happened along the way. Number six, be quick to encourage failure. Often we think of a program or we think of a teacher and we, we wonder if they're failing. We were concerned about it. Oftentimes we just ignore it and don't address it because we don't want to micromanage or, or cause a problem by bringing it up. However, the exact opposite is happening. Instead, be quick to recognize something that's failing. It's okay. Encourage learning from the failing, the failure and facilitate a way forward. Everyone is happier and more productive when we move to success or simply pull the plug. <laughs> That's it for my six ideas for helping your people learn from their struggles. I encourage you to give yourself permission to struggle and give your people the same permission. So, did you learn or appreciate any of the ideas in this episode? If so, please pass it along to someone you know. And now I'd like to turn it over to you. What strategy are you going to practice this week? Are you going to share stories of your own struggles? Or will you be quick to encourage failure? Leave your thoughts in the comments below this video. If you're listening on the podcast, Leave me a voicemail at mathboss.com slash pod, M-A-F-O-S-T dot com slash P-O-D. Now let's go out there and make an impact.